This show uses potty words like fucking shit and ass and stuff, so children should not be listening. If you let your kids listen you are a bad parent. Oh man! And then they're going to eat me! Oh my god! Just in case we get killed, I wanted to tell you, you have the biggest dick I've ever seen on me. Would you like to fuck me? What's an all-American girl like you doing with a geek like this? You know, I'm really wired. What do you say I take you home and eat your pussy? Welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake. Spread out! And here's your host, Joey Valentine. What up, everybody? It's Fat Guy Loves Cake. I am Joey Valentine, your host. This is the podcast that you know you love so much you can't stop tuning into it. And I thank you so much for that. Good morning, Argentina and Peru. Good morning, country that starts with R, that I'm not going to say your name, because for some reason my last show did not pass the Google review in order to be advertised, and I don't know why, because my shows are always filthy, and and I know I said the R word, and that's the only thing I can think of that might have gotten me flagged, you know, don't want to be, <laughs> don't, don't want to be putting podcasts out there that, that are trying to uh, recruit commies, I don't need... J. Edgar Hoover busting down my door, calling me a pinko. No, let me say for the record, God bless America. God bless all of us. And thank you to all the wonderful black men and women who have contributed so much to this great nation throughout all the years and have put up with so much bullshit. We thank you so much. So, um, yeah, uh, <laughs> Russia. I don't know about you guys, but this Generation Xer feels... A little reminiscent of the 80s. Do you remember in the 80s when the Gipper was president? Old Ronnie Reagan. And we were all so certain that nuclear doom was impending. There were constantly movies coming out about it. I mean, the one I related to the most was Red Dawn. I mean, you had like this star-studded cast. And it was like, (laughs) one day in rural America, the Soviets come parachuting in on the mainland America. Absolutely fucking impossible. Even in the 80s, if a bunch of Soviet planes just flew uh, into restricted airspace, they would have been shot the fuck down so fast. But no, you got thousands of Ruskies falling out of the air with little parachutes coming to take over America. We were so fucking scared of it. It was like a real threat. There was a time when... As kids, we really thought that there was a good chance that we could get nuked. And I lived in Houston. Houston's the fourth largest city in America. If you've ever seen Independence Day, it was the first fucking one they nuked. So if Putin's got his finger on the button, we're going down first. I actually got on Google today and I searched to see just how far away from Houston I had to be just to be out of range of fallout. Like, I wanted to make sure that if a fucking warhead drops down in the middle of H-Town, I am not only far enough from the blast radius, I am also 
far enough from wind blowing radioactive what the fuck ever my way. And I am. 57 miles is the blast radius. Estimated. They say from where it hits up to five miles from the detonation, the center of the bomb. I should probably censor that word. <laughs> I don't need like some algorithm picking up me saying the B word. B-O-M-B. Um, anyway, from the center of it, you got like a three miles, blah, everything's obliterated. But then like five miles beyond that, or no, I'm sorry, the 50 whatever miles beyond that, like if you're looking at it, you will go blind and you will receive third degree burns. Can you imagine being 50 fucking miles from something and then you just like in a flash, you get roasted? Third degree, those are the worst ones. Pretty fucked up. There was this movie that came out in the 80s. It was called The Day After Tomorrow. It was a TV movie. And it was about what would happen if America got nuked. And it was like this big fucking deal. And if you weren't alive then and you don't remember it, that's fine. Because I was alive then, very, very young, and I barely remember it. But the thing about this movie is that it scared the shit out of everyone. Like, it gave kids fucking nightmares. They had to have counseling groups set up in schools all across America because children were so scared that fucking Gorbachev and his fucked up little birthmark on his head was going to flip the switch and turn us all into fucking roasted skeletons. Everyone was so obsessed with nuclear things in the 80s. You remember, like, the Toxic Avenger, and then Robocop, the guy comes out of the van, he's all, ah, and his skin's falling off of him, then he gets hit, and this big green pile of shit goes, Bloosh. we were just kids. We were impressionable. And this wasn't, like, an HBO special. This wasn't some R-rated movie. This was a fucking, like, NBC or CBS or ABC made-for-TV, four-hour-long movie that was so fucking hyped up that it was one of the most-watched events in television history. And it was fucking scary. It wasn't like, it wasn't like The Walking Dead, you know, where there's like 55 minutes of bitching and then like a couple of zombies. No, this was like four hours of absolute... Fuck, we're fucked. Fuck this. Kids were coming to school crying, couldn't sleep all night. Parents kept them home from school, had to call into work. Grief counselors. This was a made-for-TV movie, played in prime time. You couldn't even say ass back then. But here you are, like our parents, of course. You know, you grew up through a time where in the 50s, and, and, and the 60s, you know, there was so much, there was the Red Scare, and then there was Lenin and Marxism, and there was, communism has always been a fucking thing that has been like a, a threat to America, supposedly. And as Americans, we're taught to fear communists. And whatever, you know, I don't fear communists. They're not going to fucking change America. People can come over here and they can try and, and, and preach communism. 
It's never going to fucking happen. We are a republic, and we will always be. And you have to imagine, like, 1980-whatever time this movie came out, I can't remember. You, you're five years old, maybe you got a sister, she's like ten, and your parents, you all sit down in front of the TV, the big, giant, wooden TV. You know what I'm talking about? It's a, It's like the size of a fucking dresser. And it encases a screen that's only 20 inches. It holds stereo equipment and records, and it's got a pull-out coffee table. This is all part of the TV. And then eventually, uh, you had a smaller television on top of it that worked because the big one didn't. <laughs> Imagine you and your parents and your sister, you sit down, and you're going to watch this movie the day after tomorrow. It's the 80s. You've got your TV tray. Your Swanson's TV dinner, fresh out of the oven, hungry man, with all the rage. You've got a a can of tab, <laughs> or new Coke. You peel the foil back from your hungry man dinner. You've got three slices of turkey in gravy. It's like the Hungry Man Thanksgiving special. Or pot pies. We had a fucking lot of pot pies. Those only take like three days to cook. And you sit down and you're having this all-American meal with your parents to watch this movie. And chances are you're watching this movie because your parents want you to because it's educational. They think it's educational. Their intentions were good. My mom once made me watch an episode of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air because it was supposed to be about drugs. And she thought that by me watching it, that it would clue me in onto how drugs are bad. And in that episode, Carlton takes a whole bunch of speed and he goes out and does that 80s Carlton dance and the hammer and all kinds of shit. And it's fucking hilarious. And I learned nothing except that drugs make people do funny things. Well, that's kind of like the day after tomorrow, except it was like the totally opposite effect because instead of it being educational, it was goddamn terrifying. And the threat of nuclear war is, I mean, it just would be such an awful thing. It was such an awful thing when it happened the first and only time it's ever happened. I did a whole lot of studying up on the scientific facts of all this. I've been, like, going into nutso mode. I've, I've already been, like, I am worst-case scenario when it comes to, like, events in the world. I'm, I'm one of those people that the news loves to cater to, okay? Because realistically, when you see things on the news like, oh, rioters in the street and America's going down the shitter. No, it's just little tiny isolated incidents happening in major cities, whereas the other 99% of rural America is just at home watching Wheel of Fortune and eating their fucking Swanson TV dinners. But but the news loves to focus. If five fucking people show up in front of the Capitol and they say they represent Black Lives Matter or uh, QAnon or any fucking organization that's always in the news... Even if they don't, they're going to get 
fucking time in the news, and they're going to force feed it to you. And it's all you see all day long. I get on the fucking news website, and I'm like, oh my god, America's just, oh no, everyone's fighting and dying, and there's going to be a civil war. And here I am in my little home in the country, and I'm thinking, like, should I be stockpiling? Like, is it going to be blacks versus whites? Because I don't want to have to take sides. Well, so again, with this, with the nuclear war thing, you know, here I am obsessing about that. I seriously thought about getting on eBay and, like, seeing if I could find a hazmat suit. I don't want to have fallout. I just hope that, uh, I mean, bad things have already begun. The wheels are in motion. I just hope that they can be, they can be controlled and the best possible outcome can happen in a situation that's already not looking well. And for the record, a little science fact, a little science factoid about the nuclear bomb, it would take 46,500 of them to completely wipe out humanity. So I think we're all right. It's my understanding that the, as far as nuclear arms go, it's like Russia has like 5,000, America has like 3,000, I think Japan's got some, I think North Korea's got a whole bunch. But enough about World War III, how are you doing? <laughs> Don't watch the day after tomorrow, it's still fucking scary, I watched it again, it holds up. But I'm serious man, about the news though. Like, don't, this is, like, this is me being serious. Don't let that shit get to you. That, that mass hysteria that the news loves to feed to Americans, like, it gets us all worked up, and they're just doing it for ratings. Nothing else. There is no dignity. There is no doing the right thing when it comes to the media. Remember the Red Scare? Remember reading about that in school? Okay. America was so convinced that communists were in our country trying to take over, trying to, to turn our kids into little linens. They were so convinced that the FBI had everyone turning on each other. Neighbors were turning in their other neighbors, calling the FBI, I think my neighbor's a commie. People were getting arrested, interrogated. Mass hysteria, freaking the fuck out. Now, where I live, it's very, very diverse. It's like one-third, one-third, one-third. White, black, Hispanic. And when I leave my house, I see all kinds of people. And I do not have conflict with any of them. No one's looking at me funny, and I'm not looking at anybody else funny. No one is standing outside the mayor's office holding fucking signs, it's, it's, not, it's not what they make it out to be. And I have to tell myself that, like, all the time. I've got to just, like, like, take a breath, okay? Like, think about it. A hundred people gathered in front of the White House, okay? Whether it be BLM or whatever that stupid fucking terror group is or the Aryan Nation, it doesn't matter. It's a hundred people. That's nothing. I could drive to the grocery store and pass more people on the road on the way to a five-minute trip to the grocery store than that. In my, where I live, in proximity to my county, there are 77,000 people. 
okay, in Houston with, it's like something like, with all the suburbs combined, it's like 7 million people. Now, that's just one city. A hundred people out of 7 million out of 380 million? It's like, it's nothing. It's nothing. But when Fox News and CNN go running to them every time somebody holds up a sign that says, I'm angry, then all of a sudden we're like, oh my God. It happened in Portland and Houston at the same time. I bet I have more podcast listeners than there are demonstrators out in the world right now. Stay united, America. Keep hope alive. Don't believe what the media tells you. White, black, brown, whatever. I know that deep down inside, and I know that I say people are pieces of shit, but I really mean this when I say this, that most people are really good on the inside, and they know, and they know the difference between right and wrong. And the only reason that there are so many problems with this country is because a tiny, tiny, tiny fraction of America is trying to stir the fucking pot and cause trouble and bring attention to themselves. And I don't mean like one specific race or one specific party. I'm talking about everybody. But they're all little tiny people. And it's like Coca-Cola or whatever big fucking company is so scared of like one black half-man, half-woman, bearded lady, transgender, college-swimming, camel-riding, cracker-ass motherfucker not buying their product and speaking out about it, that they are willing to alienate 99% of the people in this country. I love my country so much. I love America, and I love Texas, and I'm so proud to be from this country. And I have a lot of faith that things are going to get better. This is just, like, this is just a fucking hill that we're going to climb over, and we're going to get through it. America was founded with the sole purpose of giving everyone a shit ton of freedom and rights that you deserve. When you are born, we are all worthy of those rights. There is no reason why anyone shouldn't have the right to life, the right to choice, the right to freedom to think for themselves. And that is what America is all about. It's been a long, windy, twisted, hypocritical fucking road to get there. And now that we have finally really made a push for rights, I feel like a lot of people are trying to take advantage of it. And everyone should just shut the fuck up and go to work and just enjoy life. And stop trying to make everyone's life so goddamn difficult. I do not ever wake up and think, I need to get dressed and go outside and ruin someone's day. I do not ever wake up and think, today I'm going to tell somebody that what they do is wrong. That what they do is not okay. You know, unless it's like criminal. Anything's okay. You want to do anything, fucking do whatever you want to do as long as you don't hurt anyone else. That's all that matters. That's like the easiest thing to remember. Like, if I say this, will it possibly hurt someone's feelings? If I do this, will someone possibly get mentally or physically hurt from it? And if the answer is no, if the only person that's going to get hurt is you, and you still want to do it, then rock the fuck on. I'm tired of this. I'm so, you know, I, I, 
I apologize, listeners, for getting into... I know that normally I am so focused on being funny, but I worry about people. I used to be a hateful, spiteful little son of a bitch. And I walked around looking for trouble. And then one day I grew the fuck up. And I thought, you know what? Like, I get one life. That's it. And there's a whole lot of people in this world that never even got that. I get one chance on this earth. And I'm going to, what, spend it arguing with people about semantics and politics? And what? Because I don't think that uh, homosexuality is okay? Well, I, I do think it's okay. But even if I didn't, who the fuck am I to go and tell someone else that it's not? And why would I want to devote my life to such a thing? Like, hey, let's let's get together and let's party. No, let's go out and mess with some queers. Like, that's how you want to spend your life? That's the memories you want to make? When it's all said and done, that's it. We're done. I want to be remembered as the guy that made you laugh. So with that said, dear cake listeners, I, I thank you sincerely for listening to me. Have the one political show that I'm probably ever going to have. In the meantime, if you got anything you want to say to me, whether it be naughty or nice, fatguylovescake at yahoo.com. Shows are Monday, Wednesday, Friday, right and early, for your drive to work. Everybody have a good Monday. I'll see you on Wednesday. God bless America.
Say again, please. Uh -huh. Okay, uh, we've had a problem here.